From B Media Production, this is Business Essentials, practical advice and ideas to grow your business. Welcome to this episode of Business Essentials Podcast. I'm Peter Letts. Of all the competitive places to open a restaurant, or two, or three, or four, would you choose Melbourne? How do you make a mark in one of the foodie capitals of the world, where cafes, bars, pubs and restaurants are all competing for our disposable dollars? Well, Irish-born and bred Liam Ganley was ready to take this hospitality town on, cleverly carving a niche in two venues in St Kilda, the Fifth Province and Freddie Wimpole's, following up with Steakhouse Angus and Bon in Windsor. And he's not intending to stop there. His background in construction, believe it or not, has given him a head start, and his entrepreneurial spirit has given him a determination to expand. But how is he doing it? And back to that first question, why choose Melbourne? Liam Ganley is talking to Heather Dawson. The decision, I suppose, to leave Ireland in the first place was as a result of the GFC. Construction was my background. I was working for the largest construction company in Dublin at the time as a project manager. And one day, yeah, it's not long after Lehman Brothers crashed, we had a, um, a knock on the door from our, our director and yeah, we were handed our redundancies. Um, so basically the whole company, which was, you know, one of the biggest companies in Ireland with a turnover of five, six hundred million, was gone overnight. Like So, yeah, very strange time. So we um, moved back to home on the west of Ireland and I suppose at that time there was an awful lot of people of my age, even my whole class that I, I, you know, I graduated with in, in college, all left, you know, all parts of the globe. My girlfriend of the time, her family had a hospitality business and a lot of cafes around Dublin. So when I was reading about Sydney and Melbourne, that really intrigued me with Melbourne and the whole cafe scene and that laneway culture in the city and the love of coffee, uh, which I actually never knew existed in Australia. Not to mind, uh, I thought that was a real European thing. I didn't know much about Australia, so I think that was the decision to head for Melbourne. Well, you know, Melbourne's a city of foodies and mm-hmm. got a zillion restaurants. So how did you set out to penetrate the market and make it um, stand out? Um, look, at I guess, you know, after spending a bit of time here, um, quickly learned how, how important brand is in Melbourne. La. Hospitality, you know, sector here is so competitive. La. And the standout restaurants have got amazing, strong brands and also very, very, very strong social media presence and very active on social media. So I guess when we, I, through construction, met a great architect called uh, John Wardle and he introduced me to um, some branding specialists called Projects of Imagination. They've been responsible for some of the most successful restaurants in Melbourne. So I um, found a, a little shop that was in Collingwood, an industrial estate, um, underneath John's office. So, yeah, that was, I guess, to try and stand out in the crowd. You've got to get you know, the right people involved and get the first things established and a strong brand. And then after that, it's, you know, Obviously, you've got to get your you know, right location and, and identify your market. But I think from the outset is, yeah, establish a really strong brand. So where did the money come from, Liam? How did you manage to set yourself up? I always kind of had money saved. Um, when I got here first, I was working for a, a construction company who was um, specialising in heritage restoration. So we did a lot of that work. And then I kind of got some contacts in the industry. I met that John Wardle, uh, who, who then took our first premises, which was a shell, so to do the renovation in that, I was able to do it quite cheaply through, I had a lot of contacts. Obviously, I knew a lot of trades from the construction. There's a lot of Irish guys out here, so we were able to do it on a shoestring budget, really. And then after getting that up and running, I resigned from my job. We went at that full time, and I, and I got a, started a labour hire recruitment business. And quickly, we're up to 50 or 60 blocks on that. It's a great cash flow. The cafe had taken off. 
we had you know locate it was a, it was a strategic location at the time because Jetstar Qantas were after relocating their head office to Collingwood right next door with seven eight hundred employees so business was good in the initial years so that's how we you know got the cash flow going. Well now you've got the three venues the Fifth Province Freddie Wimpole's and Angus and Bonn. So for people who don't live in Melbourne or maybe haven't been to them, what's so special about them? Can you describe them? Yes, so I guess the Fifth Province is an Irish pub. Um, it's on the on Fitzroy Street in uh, in St Kilda. I guess when we initially looked at doing an Irish pub, and there are many Irish pubs in in Australia in Melbourne, but you know the largest population of Irish in Melbourne live in St Kilda, and with a population of about like thirty thousand plus in St Kilda, five percent of that is Irish or was Irish in two thousand and fourteen fifteen when I established, you know, just behind the English. So nearly ten percent of that population was quite a few people, and there was only one Irish pub on the outskirts of St Kilda and it had been established for many years so I guess there was an opportunity immediately there for that and that pub was always packed found a beautiful old site which is the former St Kilda railway station and what we wanted to do was you know there was a huge growth in the craft beer segment and Ireland was producing some fantastic craft beer most of the Irish pubs that were here in Melbourne over the years just had you know your bog standard selection of tap beer we wanted to introduce that craft beer element So I think that was unique initially starting out and we kind of tapped into a different market and not just the Irish market. I think it was important not just to target the Irish but also the local community and your neighbours. So craft beer, food and obviously live music five days a week. Next one then was uh, Freddie Wimpole's. So with that explosion of craft beer, there was no dedicated craft beer pub or venue in St Kilda. So there's a wonderful premises came up in the George, the old George building on, on Fitzroy Street. So it was a failed business at the time, so bought it quite cheaply. Um, they were losing a lot of money week on week, so we quickly had to get that up on its feet. Um, it took us about six months to get the permits. So we redesigned it, fitted it out, got it going, um, and put a brand new beer system in with an array of local craft beers. Yeah, and it was basically one of its kind in St. Kilda, where it was all kind of commercial beers, so... That took off very, very quick and established its own market. So we probably three years in the running then when we got on to Angus and Bond, which was um, on the weekends we spent a lot of time checking out venues around the locality. Angus and Bond previously was a place called Mrs. Parma's. Um, myself and a couple of the guys used to go there regularly. Again, they did a lovely selection of craft beers on. Never really took off. It was a struggling business. And we were kind of always had an eye on it. I said to myself, you know, if it ever came available, I'd love to have a crack at it and so you did successfully there too, Liam. You've continued to afford your expansion. It was strange for me coming from a construction background where traditionally you've got very bad cash flow. You know, it's terrible. You're always chasing money in construction. You might have 60 to 90 day payment terms. Uh, so it's always a very hard juggling act in construction where I've flipped over into hospitality where you've got cash up front. So you've got, you've got the cash flow. And that's really what enabled the rapid expansion, uh, which is a bit foreign to me uh. So what do you think the hardest thing is about running a restaurant business, Liam? Definitely in Melbourne at the moment is staff. The government have tightened up as well on visas and immigration and it's just getting more and more difficult. Chefs especially, huge shortage of chefs in Melbourne and it's getting more and more difficult by the week to get them. A little bit easier in the summer months but in the winter it can be very, very, very hard. Getting good staff is is definitely the biggest struggle and, you know, keeping them because it's very competitive. Um, There's a lot lot of business out there. There's new ones open every day of the week. So it's, um, yeah, 100% staff is the, the biggest hurdle. It must be uh, busy enough for you running three different venues. Are you going to carry on expanding? Um, look, I definitely want to keep expanding. And, and, you know, going back to that whole staff issue, 
Expansion also enables you to hold on to your senior staff and your good staff. It gives them opportunities within the business to progress, you know, and get promoted. So that's been another um, reason why I wanted it. Because you, I guess when you've got one restaurant or one bar, you've always got uh, the worry of losing staff, you know, to, to bigger groups and bigger chains. So that's been another reason why we tried to expand. Definitely want to keep expanding. We've got some fantastic team at the moment. And when you get to this size and you can kind of establish a head office with your accountant and graphic designers and you can now start doing all this work in-house, it actually makes it easier to expand and you can do it cheaper, you know. So, yeah, it's just a matter of trying to find the right venues, which is always difficult. Well, final question, Liam. Did you have a mentor or where did you get your entrepreneurial spirit from? Definitely came from a very entrepreneurial family. Um, Some very, very successful entrepreneurs, not just in Ireland and England, but globally. One of them was uh, my uncle, Frank, who uh, had a very successful hospitality business in London and got it up to almost 98 or 100 pubs that he had in London at the time. So it's been many years in the summertime working for my holidays during school. I would have spent a lot of time with him. Um, So I think, yeah, like that's where the love for the hospitality and the pubs came from for him. So he helped me along. And I think I always aspired to to do what he was doing. Um, And I think that's where the entrepreneurial streak may have come from. Liam Ganley. And that ends Business Essentials Podcast. So you don't miss out on future episodes, why not subscribe? And if you found this valuable, we'd love you to leave a review. For further information about us, or if you'd like to listen to more interviews like this one, visit businessessentials.com.au. We hope you've enjoyed Business Essentials Podcast. I'm Peter Letts. Thanks for listening. This Business Essentials podcast has been produced by B Media Production, building engagement and adding value through quality audio communication. Music